Welcome to the Spurs Up Show, home of the best Gamecocks content on the internet. The following is presented to you by our friends over at MyBookie. Football is back, and so is winning season at MyBookie. NFL, college football, and a brand new cash-out system give you options to bet and win all season long. First two legs of your parlay hit, cash out early and use the funds on another bet, or let it ride for the chance at a bigger payday. Use early cash outs as a tool to stay in control of the action at MyBookie. To get started, go to MyBookie.ag now and register an account for free. When you're ready to make your first deposit, just use promo code TSUS to grab a welcome bonus on the house. That's promo code TSUS to claim your deposit bonus and, for a limited time, a free chip to use in the MyBookie Casino. You can bet on anything, anytime, anywhere, only with MyBookie. We're also brought to you by our friends over at Twisted Tea. Twisted Tea, the drink that fuels fun and celebrates your love for college football. Keep it twisted. We're also brought to you by our friends over at Prize Picks. Go download the Prize Picks app or go to prizepicks.com. And when you do, use the promo code TSUS to receive a 100% instant deposit match up to $100. Prize Picks is the simplest fantasy game on the market focused around prop total entries. You pick two to six players and you can win up to 10 times on any entry. Price Picks has no sharks, optimizers, or mass multi-entry. It's literally just you against the projection. They also allow mixed sport entry. So, for example, you can take the over on LeBron, parlay with the under on Mahomes. They've got college sports, pro sports, literally anything and everything you can think of. They have got it over at Prize picks. They also have a slick, easy to use mobile app, both on the App Store and Google Play. They're rated 4.8 stars in the App Store with rave reviews. So many fans and listeners of the Spurs Up show have made tons of money with our friends at Prize Picks, and you should as well. So, again, go download the Prize Picks app or go to prizepicks.com. And when you do, use that promo code TS. U.S. to receive a 100% instant deposit match up to $100. Be sure to check them out and tell them that Chris from the Spurs Up Show sent you. Let's get it! We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, 
So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. position unit when the Gamecocks and Paladins do battle on Saturday night. We start at the quarterback position, and you look at the Furman side, I'll tell you guys, I really like their quarterback. Tyler Huff is a damn good one. Uh, Obviously, a returning starter, had 2,200 passing yards a season ago, 15 touchdowns through the air, also uses his legs, 694 rushing yards and eight touchdowns. In their first game, which, by the way, Furman is 1-0. They beat Tennessee Tech by a final score of 45-10. to Tyler Huff went 15 of 27 for 172. No touchdowns, did throw an interception. With that being said, I'm going with Spencer Rattler in South Carolina. I mean, listen, it's, it's Spencer Rattler's on a different level. He's one of the best quarterbacks at the FBS level, not just in the SEC, not just in the state of South Carolina. And while I respect Tyler Huff's game, again, I think he's a a really good dual-threat quarterback. This is a guy, I believe, that came over from Presbyterian, if my, if my memory does serve me correctly. Either way, Tyler Huff, a really good player for them. I'm rolling with Spencer Rattler, though, especially after what we saw in that first week, guys. I talked in the last segment his progression and I think his maturity, and I think – Spencer Rattler under Dowell Loggins is definitely primed to play his best football in his collegiate career this season. So when it comes to the quarterback position, give me the Gamecocks. As we move to running back, DeKevion Joyner, Juju McDowell, Mario Anderson, Dontavious Braswell, where are the answers at running back for South Carolina? Is it is it as simple to say, you know, DeCabrion Joyner, of course, got the bulk of the carries in that game against UNC. Is it safe to say that he is South Carolina's RB1 throughout this season? Do we see the Gamecocks try some different bodies back there? I mean, obviously, again, we didn't see Braswell in the season opener. We didn't see Mario Anderson, the standout at D2, in the season opener. We saw a little bit of Juju McDowell here and there. And, of course, DeCarrion Joyner getting the bulk of the carries, as I mentioned. So I think, guys, leaving UNC, there are still major, major question marks when it comes to the running game. And that's not all DeCarrion Joyner's fault, right? It's not Juju's fault. The offensive line, which we'll talk about in a second, was a major issue. You then look at Furman, guys. They have no problems and no question marks when it comes to their running back position because Dominic Roberto returns as a preseason all-conference player. He is the leader in their running game, ran for 
120 yards a season ago and 11 touchdowns. This is a real dude in the backfield for Furman. In their season opener against Tennessee Tech, he ran 18 times for 59 yards, so just 3.3 yards per carry, but he did have two touchdowns in that game. Guys, when it comes to the running back position, I'm giving Furman the nod here. I, I, I just think you cannot look at this right now and say that even this is a push or South Carolina has some sort of advantage when, guys, we don't even know, like, who the true RB1 is still. Sure, it's to carry on Joyner, but we're talking about on the Furman side, I don't care what level it is. A preseason all-conference guy was an all-conference guy last year, 1,000-yard rusher, double-digit touchdown guy because there are more answers than question marks, and their answer is someone as prolific as Dominic Roberto. I give the advantage at the running back position to the Furman Paladins. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. You look at the wide receiver position, and Furman's got some damn good ones, man. Their top three pass catchers came back this year in Joshua Harris, Kendall Dean, and Wayne Anderson. So, you know, their quarterback, Tyler Huff, he's got some weapons. You look at the first game, uh, Kendall Dean had five catches for 56 yards. You know, I just mentioned Joshua Harris. He had one catch for nine yards in that ball game. And then Wayne Anderson, I don't think, had a catch in that game. Ben Ferguson for them had two catches for 56 yards. I believe he is no wide receiver. Okay, sophomore wide receiver out of Texas, two catches for 56 yards in that game. So they've got some capable weapons on the outside, no doubt, and a lot of returning experience. That's the big thing with Furman. You're going to hear a lot about guys as we talk about them going into game Saturday. They had 18 starters come back and 38 of 44 players back from their two deep a season ago. With that being said, I look at South Carolina's top-end talent. Juice Wells, who was expected to play against Furman. Xavier Leggett and his emergence. I know Amargan Brown had the bad drop against UNC, but I still think he's a capable player in this offense. You then go down the list. I guess we got to include Luke Doty, right? <laughs> I guess we got to include Luke Doty. Uh, Peyton Mangrum as well, who made some plays for you. Um, you know, hopefully Nick Harbor at some point, maybe in this game. The top end talent, though, that one two duo of Xavier Leggett and Juice Wells, that's really what gives the nod to South Carolina for me. I do give the edge to the Gamecocks when it comes to the wide receiver position entering this game 
on Saturday night. We move to the tight end position. And the tight ends were a talking point last week, weren't they? South Carolina fans were were so upset when I said that UNC had the advantage at tight end and people were just losing their minds. And then you look in that game Saturday, guys, I mean, UNC's tight ends just completely dwarfed the production of what Trey Knox and Joshua Simon and those guys gave you in that ball game. This is where the big loss, though, hits the Furman Paladins. They lost their top tight end, Ryan Miller, to the NFL, was an NFL type of guy, so they are recovering from that, guys. Trey Knox, Joshua Simon, while they were not featured in that game last week against UNC, and again, there were reasons for that because of the offensive line and and just the way that the offense sputtered in that ball game. I don't think that'll be the case this week. I think you're going to see those guys shine. I think you're going to see them featured much more than they were last week. And again, guys, it just comes back to overall top-end talent. I think the Gamecocks have the advantage at the tight end position. I'm not exactly sure, again, what Furman has there. Because, again, I look back. Uh, let's see. Is it Baylor Hughes? One catch for 18 yards. He's a wide receiver as well. So I don't know where the answers come from when it comes to the Paladins tight end room. Who replaces Ryan Miller? That was a big question for them coming into this season. I'll take Trey Knox, Joshua Simon, and the rest of that Gamecocks tight end room over the Paladins. The Spurs Up show is brought to you by our friends over at Twisted Tea. Are you ready to elevate your college football game day experience? Check out Twisted Tea, your go-to game day beverage for college football fans. Twisted Tea is unlike any hard beverage you've had before. It's made with real brewed tea and packs a flavorful punch with 5% alcohol and no carbonation, delivering the perfect balance of taste and refreshment that goes down smooth for every game day occasion. No need to settle for the usual. Twisted Tea turns up any occasion, especially when you're cheering for your favorite team. Whether you're tailgating in the stadium parking lot, watching at a bar, or hosting friends at home, Twisted Tea is there to elevate the game day experience. It perfectly complements your love for college football and your passion for creating unforgettable moments. So let's toast to unforgettable game day experiences. Twisted Tea, the drink that fuels fun and celebrates your love for college football. Keep it twisted. The Spurs Up Show is also brought to you by our friends over at Game Time. Download the Game Time app or head over to GameTime.co and use the promo code SPURSUP for $20 off your first purchase. Again, that's promo code SPURSUP, S-P or S-U-P, for $20 off your first purchase. Game Time is the best ticket buying app available that removes all the stress of the ticket buying process. They have things like images of your seat before you buy, so you know exactly what to expect when you arrive. Guys, you can buy your tickets in a matter of seconds. Two taps, and you're set. And also tickets, they're sent directly to your phone. So no more scrambling, searching through your email, trying to find the tickets you just bought, whether it be the Gamecocks, a concert, a comedy club event, you name it, whatever the event is. Buying tickets shouldn't be stressful, and Game Time is the way to go. Again, that's our friends at Game Time. Go download the Game Time app or go to GameTime.co. And when you do, create an account and use promo code SPURSUP. That's S-P-U-R-S-U-P for $20 off your first purchase. Download Game Time today. Last-minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. We move to the offensive line. 
Let's start with Furman. Let, let's start on a positive note, right? <laughs> Three of five returned for the Paladins this season, led by All-American candidate Pearson Toomey. And you look at the rushing attack, what they did a season ago, again, paving the way for Roberto, 1,120 yards, 11 touchdowns, as I mentioned earlier, and giving Tyler Huff time as well to operate, to run the football. You look at what they did against Tennessee Tech, 196 yards on the ground, five yards per carry. Tyler Huff, by the way, in that ballgame, I should have mentioned, he had 10 carries for 42 yards in that game against Tennessee Tech on the ground. So all in all, a pretty productive evening. Uh, and I don't have the sack numbers in front of me, I don't believe. Let's see if I can find that here because I'm just really curious at this point. 45-10 to 10 win. No, we don't have that. Okay. A 45-10 to 10 win for the Furman Paladins. Let's see. We'll go to the defensive statistics. Okay, we don't have it. Either way, Furman, very productive in their season opener against Tennessee Tech. Does Furman, top to bottom, have a more talented offensive line than South Carolina? I don't want to say yes. It pains me to say yes. But guys, all due respect, how much better is South Carolina's offensive line realistically than Furman's? When you think about the fact that the Gamecocks are playing guys from Charlotte and Western Illinois and Yale and Mercer. And then would a guy like Tyshawn Wanamaker start at Furman? I don't know that he would. I'll be honest with you. I don't know that he would. And out of sheer principle, I can't give the Gamecocks the nod here. I, I, I just, I would feel icky saying that, oh, you know, Despite what happened, despite nine sacks, despite 16 tackles for loss, the Gamecocks have got the superior offensive line in this ball game. I just can't do it. I, I just can't do it. Give me Furman's offensive line. I think they have the advantage in this one. And again, guys, if you don't like it, well, South Carolina shouldn't have surrendered nine sacks. They shouldn't have surrendered. Hold on. They shouldn't have surrendered nine sacks and 16 tackles for loss to a defense that was one of the worst in college football last year. Shouldn't have done it. So, I give Furman the nod. Again, they've got some big-time dudes up front. They do have size. Is it comparable to South Carolina's? Not necessarily, but, you know, they've paved the way for a 1,000-yard rusher. They've allowed Tyler Huff to operate him. And again, guys, it's one of the best FCS teams in, in the country, right in the top 10. So, they are no pushover. They are no slouch, as Shane Beamer mentioned. And again, for that reason, I give Furman the nod at the offensive line spot. We move to defensive line. <clears throat> and guys, this is probably where I'm going to catch the first, um, first bit of backlash, if you will, because I mentioned this after the UNC game, and I stand by it. I I'm, I'm, I'm very worried about South Carolina's defensive front. I I'm very worried about it. As individuals, I like Tonka Hemingway. I like Boogie Huntley. I think Jordan Strawn does some nice things. The loss of Jatias Gear is really hurting this group because outside of Jordan Strawn, guys, you have nobody. You have nobody off the edge. Terrell Dawkins is made of glass. 
Tyreek Johnson, he's been here since the freaking Lou Holtz days and has never done anything. Brian Thomas Jr., guys, I said it earlier in the week. I'll echo it. Spring game standout, I don't think he's an SEC caliber edge player, defensive end, pass rusher, whatever. And I just don't see any areas that South Carolina has really plugged the holes of being one of the worst rush defenses in the SEC last year. I, I just, I don't see it. I don't see it. You then look at the Furman side of things. This is a group that was 16th in the country against the run last year. Is it FCS? Sure. I don't care, though. Top 20 against the run. And they return Matt Sachovka, Jack Barton, and Luke Clark. Two of those three guys are preseason conference all type of dudes. Like They're not scrubs. They're not just run-of-the-mill guys. Preseason all-conference. That being said, I, I like South Carolina's athleticism in this ball game. I like the athleticism compared to Furman. But, guys, the best I can do in this matchup, it's a push for me. It's a push. And, and while you may think that's sad, is that sad? I, you know, I hope they prove me wrong. But right now, I think this is a 2014-2015 level defensive front. I, I just, without Jatias Gear, which so that, so if Jatias Gear is not playing, guys, think about it this way. You eliminate, you basically lost Jordan Burge, lost Zach Pickens, and brought in nobody to fill the void. Because Jatias Gear is injured. So he's not filling the void that Jordan Burch left. And then who's filling the void in the interior? Who? Throw a name at me. Because as much as I like Tonka Hemingway and Boogie Huntley, those guys were both part of a defensive front that was terrible last year. TJ Sanders, Nick Barrett, what have they ever done? Elijah Davis, was he on the field against North Carolina? And this wasn't some great UNCO line they were facing. Couldn't muster one sack, and UNC didn't much struggle to run the ball either. The best I can give you is a push in this one. I like Furman's defensive front. They've got some capable bodies. Again, preseason all-conference. They've stopped the run at a high level. Granted, hey, it's at their level. I get it. Doesn't change the fact that they've done so. A push for me on the defensive front. We move <clears throat> to the linebacker position. And South Carolina suffered a major loss yesterday when Mo Kaba, for the second consecutive year in the first game or two, suffers a season-ending injury. What does it mean for this group? Is Debo Williams ready to be the leader of this unit? Because last year when Mo Kaba got hurt, well, you had Sherrod Green. You had Brad Johnson. You had guys who had been there for quite a while, played a lot of football for you. You don't have that luxury this year. Debo Williams is going to have to step up and play an even greater role. Stone Blanton, he's going to start playing his best football. He was good at times, not so great at times against North Carolina. Grayson Pup Howard, hey, welcome to the show, my friend. You got to play. I mean, it's time to go. Jerron Willis, where was he against UNC? It's time to go. Bam Martin Scott, they need to get him back from injury immediately. You look at Furman's linebackers. Braden Gilby, Bryce McCormick, those guys are back at linebacker for them. I struggled with this one, guys. I'm not going to lie to you. I went back and forth on this. I had a rough draft set with Furman having the advantage here. I looked at it again, 
I like South Carolina's athleticism at linebacker, and I still do think there's upside with this group. For that upside to be met, Grayson Puff Howard needs to play and needs to make an impact. Stone Blant needs to play his best football. Debo Williams, I liked what I saw from him in the UNC game. I like Furman's linebackers a lot, but I'm going to give the edge to South Carolina here because I still like the upside of this room. So give me the Gamecocks when it comes to linebackers on Saturday night against Furman. We move to defensive back, and this one, guys, is probably the easiest of all of these. Now, Furman's got a really good all-SOCON defensive back in Travis Blackshear. He returns. He actually had an interception in their first game against Tennessee Tech. Hugh Ryan and Cam Brinson, two solid players for them, man, the safety spots. But guys, Furman, they were 115th against the pass a season ago. They struggled to stop the pass. And, and they feel good about some transfer portal guys they picked up. But Nicky Manwari or no Nicky Manwari, South Carolina still has a very high-quality defensive back group. Marcellus Dial, Fortune on the corners, whether it be David Spaulding or Keenan Nelson Jr., a guy in Keenan Nelson Jr. who I still have high hopes for. I think he can learn from what happened in that UNC game. And you, and I'll say this too. To be fair to Keenan Nelson Jr., when you can't get a pass rush on Drake May, I mean, what we saw is going to happen, right? So, yes, Keenan Nelson Jr. got burned, but I mean, my goodness, guys, you can't pressure Drake May. It's going to make life really tough when you're DB. And then you still have DQ Smith in the back end. So, I'm giving the nod to South Carolina. This is still one of the best defensive back rooms in the SEC. Furman really struggled to stop the pass last year. Gamecocks with the easy nod at DB. We moved to kicker and punter. And I'll mention this, too, when it comes to special teams. So this is not part of this equation. But did you realize, Furman last year, guys, they led the FCS in block kicks. Led the FCS in block kicks with 10, which is a crazy number. We talk about Beamer ball. I mean, this is, that was next level from them. Guys, Kai Kroger, Mitch Jeter, Obviously, two of the best in college football. You look at what Furman has. Ian Williams went one for two last week at a 32-yard field goal. Also kicked both of their extra points. Actually, he was two for two on extra points. Axel Leprevu. I don't know how to say his last name. Leprevu, I have no idea. Uh, went four for four on extra points. And then Ryan Levy had four punts for 205 yards for Furman at a 52-yarder. So pretty good. That being said, you got to give the nod here to the Gamecocks. I mean, again, Mitch Jeter, Kai Kroger. I told you guys last week, there's not going to be many teams, if any, that beat South Carolina in the kicker and punter category. Which brings us to coaching. Who's got the edge when it comes to coaching? And give Furman a lot of credit. They've got one hell of a coaching staff. Clay Hendricks, their leader, he's done a fantastic job with that Furman football program. You then look at the rest of the staff, guys. Justin Roper is their offensive coordinator and their quarterbacks coach. I had to look and I say, is he related to Kurt Roper? They actually hired him in January of 2022. He's done really good work for them. 
Last year, they averaged 33.3 points per game, 421.9 points per game. Before Furman, he was at Holy Cross. Looks like he spent time at Northern Iowa as the quarterback's coach. He coached quarterbacks at Valdosta State. And get this, Justin Roper's collegiate experience, he played at the University of Oregon from 2007 to 2008, even threw four touchdowns in the Sun Bowl in 07 against South Florida. So, their defensive coordinator is Dwayne Vaughn, and their special teams coordinator is Tommy Spangler. That being said, guys, I I give the nod to the Gamecocks. I give the nod to Shane Beamer, Dabble Loggins, Clayton White, and Pete Limbo. Um, It's going to take me seeing more from Shane Beamer and this staff to say after one game, Furman's got a better coaching staff than they do, right? It's going to take more than that from me. So, with that being said, running back down this list, our position unit comparison. At the quarterback position, i got the Gamecocks. At running back, I've got Furman. Wide receiver, I've got the Gamecocks. Tight end, I've got the Gamecocks. Offensive line, I've got Furman. Defensive line, I've got a push. Linebacker, I've got the Gamecocks. Defensive back, I've got the Gamecocks. Kicker and punter, I've got the Gamecocks. And coaching, I've got the Gamecocks as well as South Carolina and Furman. Prepare to do battle Saturday night under the lights at williams Bryce Stadium.